Welcome to Wheels World, your wheel overall, powered by 3Gen Physical Therapy and Sports Performance Institute. Every week we'll be coming to you with this podcast addressing current events, sports, and mental health. We hope that you sit down with us and listen to the show and maybe you take some useful information from it. And I hope you're having a blessed one. And away we go. Good morning, everybody. Hope you're doing well on this morning. Hope your week is off to a good start. Hope everything's going well with you also and your family. Hope everybody's safe. In today's episode, it's a new thing that I want to implement. Since Hard Knocks released last night with the Jets, I watched it. It's a lot of interesting storylines. I wanted to talk about those storylines since football season is kind of sort of on the start. And we have a couple good announcements or big announcements coming up soon that concern football in a sense. I thought that this would be a good way to, you know, have some, I don't know, not skin in the game, but kind of sort of start to slowly but surely slide the audience over to some things that we're going to be talking about a lot more on this channel. I know you noticed the injuries from actual training camp that I've released in the past uh, few days, and I'm going to release some more of those. And the reason I'm doing that is because of what I'm going to do today, as well as what I'm going to do going forward. So before we get started, subscribe, share, like the podcast. I'm constantly um, thinking of different ideas and implementing new things. And the reason that we've been kind of sort of a little bit slower releasing our podcast is because of the amount of work that I've had to undertake. And being busy is a cool thing, but also being busy comes with a little bit of a sacrifice. But I have a lot of episodes loaded up that I'm going to be releasing, and I'm going to release this one immediately after I'm done with it, after I create the visual and everything. So in today's episode, we're going to be talking about the Jets, Hard Knocks, episode one. And there's a few different storylines I want to dive into. Obviously, the biggest of all storylines is Aaron Rodgers going from Green Bay to the Jets. The second piece of that is Garrett Wilson. Um, that's their star rookie wide receiver in the second year. Um, his actual, you know, quote unquote, not just development, but, you know, the expectations that are on him now. And then we're going to talk about Sauce Gardner. Um, Sauce is a very interesting person. He has a lot of other layers to him that I think people are probably missing. And I'm going to reveal some of those in this particular episode. And then last but not least, the elephant in the room, Zach Wilson. Now, I think that one is a very interesting talking point, and we're going to dive into that, too. But before we do all of that, what I want to do is say um, thank you for everybody who's been supporting us. Everything is going really, really fast. So um, hope I don't lose anybody on the way. But <clears throat> for all who have been here and been staying you know, solid and everything like that, I appreciate all the positive vibes you've sent our way. And going forward, hopefully we can continue to build this thing man like i said in the next coming days probably in the next week got some announcements i'm going to make so if all's well you will get those announcements and it will start to make a little bit more sense of kind of sort of why we're doing what we're doing now let's kind of get to this actual episode one hard knocks right aaron Rodgers from green bay to the jets for people who care about this this is a very very interesting awesome um, 
storyline for me. I have a patient who's a Jets fan. Maybe he'll listen to this and hear this. Well, not a Jets fan, but he's a Green Bay fan. And maybe he'll hear this and probably chuckle a little bit. But Aaron Rodgers wanted out of Green Bay, right? And the reason that is big or important in the world of sports because Aaron Rodgers is probably going to go down as one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. He's in that 40-year-old range of guys playing 20-plus years into their career. So that's really a a game changer when it comes to quarterbacks now who are coming out of college to get into the NFL. You have an opportunity to basically cash in on your greatness for about four to five contracts, which is insane. But also playing at a high level. Aaron Rodgers lay of Green Bay because they, quote-unquote, did meet his actual ideal of trying to build a team that he thought year in year out could compete and win championships and maybe the use of the draft capital and not drafting people that they thought he thought they should have drafted and him having more involvement and say with the GM and the ownership and all that stuff which you know the the Green Bay Packers are a very interesting organization they're they're owned by the actual you know the public really um, or their fans so it's, it's a little different there they're very traditional they're very different now that they're, they're going to move their pieces on the chessboard but Aaron felt like he had got some equity um, being the quarterback there for so long winning a Super Bowl being an MVP but to be honest with you I can't think I really can honestly say based on my view I think Aaron underachieved a little bit there because they had a lot of actual opportunities doing some seasons where the defense was elite. They had a really good team on the offensive side of the ball, and he just kind of wet the bed a little bit. And I'm pretty sure if you if you you know sat down with him, talked to him, and he could you know be honest with you, he'll tell you he came up short a few times. But that's totally you know a thing of the past right now because now he's in New York. Um, which is a massive market. Green Bay is a much smaller market. And it's it's almost like it's like a revitalization. All the talks of Aaron Rodgers and his personality is that he's very blame deflecting. That's kind of sort of the opinion you get from him. And he's not really, you know, or a guy who's for the guys or with the guys and stuff like that. So he's not a guy who's going to take time to build up the young guys. But in episode one of Hard Knocks, if you saw, he put a lot of time into the younger guys with the Jets. The receivers, Garrett Wilson, um, Zach Wilson, the actual quarterback. Um, you know, even with Sauce, you know, they have all these handshakes and stuff. So him being, you know, a much older guy, being able to bond with those younger guys and the younger guys have an affinity for him. It was really interesting to see because of the fact Aaron is usually not like that based on my view. And that's just what he wants to show us. Cool. But at the same time, what I've seen, I've thought that was a interesting thing, which kind of leads me to some positivity, actually, in Aaron's direction when it comes to being able to um, secure the the quote unquote, you know, championship this year. But I thought that was a very interesting storyline. And even his actual joke toward, you know, his actual offense coordinator, the thing Hackett, <laughs> when Sean Payton basically just drug him over the coals, talking about how terrible a job he did in Denver and ruined their particular season last year. I thought that was very funny with Aaron and him and a couple other quarterbacks were playing a little game, but they're throwing the ball, trying to hit the pylon. And Nathaniel Hackett had his opportunity to throw the ball. And Aaron said, Sean Payton. 
Like <laughs> those guys, you know, seem to be in a really good space and Aaron seems to be in a really good space to be able to have those type of digs. So that was something that stood out to me as far as Aaron Rodgers is concerned. Since he's the big fish, we're going to respect him as being the big fish. I'm very curious what episode two is going to show. And I'm also very curious to see how Aaron progresses up to the season. Now, the second character who I honestly didn't take much time last year to really notice because the Jets, they were good early, but they were terrible late, is Garrett Wilson. Garrett Wilson is from Texas, if I'm not mistaken. Played at Ohio State. He had a really great 2021 season. In 2022, he kind of went back for various reasons. But, you know, that's I'll let some, let some of you all go and explore that. But at the end of the day, he ended up being a first-round draft pick. And last year, he was the Offensive Rookie of the Year. And really did a lot with a little. Uh, for him to be able to achieve Offensive Rookie of the Year with not having a quarterback that really to speak of, changing quarterbacks, going through a losing you know, streak, and that's the actual Offensive Rookie of the Year as a receiver, that tells you how dominant he really was. Because most Offensive Rookie of the Year are quarterbacks. And now he asked Aaron Rodgers. If you watched some clips last night, what you noticed is that when he aired at Aaron Rodgers, what ended up happening is what you saw last night, which is him playing really well, one. But two, also, you can see Aaron like just trusting him with throws and stuff. Like, and, and Sauce is covering him, whose Sauce is amazing. And he's still throwing the ball. And then, you know, he's getting open and Aaron's putting it on him. Like, it is it is ridiculous. That kid who off the field seems like he's pretty put together, well-spoken, carries himself well. Um, that kid does commercials already. He seems very, you know, charismatic. That is really, really an opportunity for that kid to be probably a massive star, not just on the field, but off the field. And if he plays his car right, cars right, I can see him having some opportunities in other aspects of, you know, the industry entertainment. So I was really refreshing to see a kid that seemed very comfortable in his skin. And that was that was really, really cool, man. Like, I, I don't even know how to how to really take and, and, and explain to you all, but you all should really press play and just see Garrett just, you know, walk around with his energy. It's, it's really refreshing. And then him going against Sauce is, I think, is a gift. When you're in practice and the defensive rookie of the year is lined up across from you, and you can almost give Sauce, you know, really a lot of claim for almost being defensive player of the year last year, in my opinion. But, you know, that's just me. Maybe I'm a little bit, you know, over the top because I really like Sauce. If you look at that matchup, it is a lot of really great work, a lot of great development. It's a respect there, which, you know, people who know me when it comes to sports and me when I compete and play, I'm about, I'm about respect, but I'm going to get after you. I'm going to get after you. I'm, I'm going to attack your soul. But when the play is over with, when the ball is, you know, put in the bag, it's all love, man. Like, I don't have any personal feelings to you towards you. So, to see him and Sauce have that, it was just, oh, my goodness, man. Like, it was it was so, you know, refreshing, like I said earlier about Garrett. But I think that's going to really catapult his actual development as well as having Aaron Rodgers. And, and the sky's the limit for this kid. Now, Sauce, <clears throat> first and foremost, the name itself is, you know, it is, is the piece of the actual, you know, 
puzzle or the hype or whatever you want to call it. But, you know, Sauce Gardner is a bad dude, man, when it comes to playing the cornerback position. Um, his real name is Ahmad Gardner. I hope I'm saying that correctly. But Sauce did something last night or they showcased something last night that I thought was really dope. When he told his mother he wanted to leave school early to play in the NFL or to submit his name to the draft, right? His mom said, cool, you can do that, but you gotta, you have to come back and graduate, right? And for him to do it the year after he had such a big season, a big year, um, and became offensive rookie of the year. And, and when you look at his numbers, they're not going to blow you away. 17 games, 17 starts, two interceptions. I think he had about 20 PBUs or something like that. Like, that doesn't blow you away because, you know, cor- corners get, you know, told that they have to pick the ball off, right? So a lot of guys are kind of like, man, that's, that's, what is, what is that? What does that even mean? Like, you know, he has two interceptions. He can't be that great. But the completion of percentage against that guy, oh my goodness, like, it is so, so dang like elite. To a point where, I mean, he pretty much shut down his whole side of the field. You throw a ball over there, it's going to the ground, I mean, for the most part, like, which is what corner should be judged by, in my opinion. And for him to be a all-pro, pro bowler, come on. I mean, you, you as a rookie, like that, that right there within itself speaks to his ability. But for him to graduate from college and him not having to do so, you know, like he's a pro now. He's probably got a lot of endorsements, making millions. But for him to have that honor towards his mom kind of speaks to the kids, you know, accountability. And I think that in this game of football, and this is my little insert, I think the reason that Sauce is who he is or capable of what he's able to do besides his just God-gifted ability, I think he's very accountable to himself to his teammates you know like and i think that it shows up because you don't play at that high level just off talent alone you know there's a lot of guys who came out you know of college recently that i can name but i'm not going to that have not played as well as sauce and i think that that comes from you know some other stuff in his background too but his accountability is there and so it was really cool to see that and for him to allow, allow them to share that uh, he went to the university of cincinnati the bearcats i actually worked in cincinnati for about about a year cumulative about a year i think with parker and gamble so i know all about uc and all that and you know the football world up there so it was that was dope to see him do that man and i actually been to a graduation at uc so that that was really dope um, him being defensive player defensive rookie of the year last year was was crazy i think the biggest thing that i want to kind of get to with him is not just him going against actual Garrett wilson because that was some really great work but what does he do this year because now he's the target on his back he has the quarterback, so you know if he stops guys to get turnovers or whatever, they have a chance to win. Like I, I'm, I don't. Where do you go from all pro, all all pro, pro bowler, defense rookie of the year? Where do you go from there? You know, that's really something that you can see that they were kind of sort of talking about last night a little bit and speaking towards his ascension. You know, like man, like what's next? You know, and. I really hope Sauce, you know, continues his growth, man. I, I really hope that, you know, he stays healthy because I think they were probably looking at the closest thing since Revis, um, 
you know, those two years that Richard Sherman had, that was just elite. I can see a little bit of, of not Dion really, but a piece of Dion. Like, and, and it's more just a, the style of the, the charisma. But, like, you could just see it. So, hey, man, Sauce, you know, like, keep doing your thing, dude. And, and for everybody who hasn't watched, you really should watch Sauce's um, Ascension and that part of the show. All right, guys, this is a little bit longer episode because I'm really doing an episode, you know, review. Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson, Zach Wilson, Zach Wilson. BYU quarterback. Um, drafted first round. Jets face of the actual franchise. You know, two years ago, and basically fumbled the ball. I'm not gonna get his off the actual field stuff because it's just pointless. But he just had some things go on that was just distractions, and he kind of brought him among himself. But he's a young kid, so with him being a young kid, you expect him to make mistakes, just like every kid that plays this particular sport or any sport. They're gonna make some mistakes off the field. You see kids who don't make those levels of mistakes and you know and excel quickly but for a lot of times you know these quarterbacks are how can i say uh, a little different of a deal when it comes to that mental makeup i really think him being drafted from byu being thrust in the media market of the new york media having the actual world at his fingertips basically and then turning around, not playing well, getting ripped apart in the media, and then turning around and also, guess what? Having to take that and figure out how to process it. I think what it led to is him doing what I thought he possibly, you know, would do at some point in time within the season. And, you know, finding other ways to find outlets, not all of them positive, not all of them are good for the team. He didn't show great leadership. It's a lot of stuff that play in that position that you just can't be. I think having Aaron around is putting him in a place mentally where you may want to you may want to work your way back. Because if you don't, Aaron's gonna be here for another two, three years, dude. So if you don't take this time and listen to what Aaron has to teach you and get better, we're gonna move on. And I promise you, nobody would care less about you playing quarterback. But last night, I thought he was really in a interesting space mentally because I felt like his ego—you could you couldn't feel it, you, you couldn't you couldn't even see it. In my opinion, what you started to see as far as what they were portraying on film was that he was receptive, and I think it's just because of the greatness of Aaron Rodgers. Period. Like. I don't care how great you are, a prospect coming out of actual college, first round draft pick, number one pick, whatever. You will be a fool to not pay attention and listen to Aaron Rodgers, who wants to teach you something. Because Aaron's ascension to the position wasn't Brett Favre teaching him anything. And Aaron talks about that at length. He learned from Brett by watching, you know, listen, whatever. But he didn't teach him a lot at all. And, and I think Aaron has some resentment towards that too, but that's a whole different story. So for him to go this route with Zach, I really hope he develops. I really hope he checks his ego. And I really hope he understands that this is a gift. Playing sports is a privilege. It's a gift. Nobody has to actually allow you to play this game. You have to give the same respect for the game that you actually are wanting from the game and if you don't you're going to fail 
And seeing him have some success in that actual game the other night was, I think it was the, the Hall of Fame game, um, Jets versus Browns, throwing a really good deep ball down the sideline to one of the receivers. Can't think of his name at the moment. My foul, my guy, can't remember your name. I thought that was just amazing. Like to see that, see that happen for the kid, and, and, and to see his joy, see Aaron's joy, you see everybody gather around him, and and I'm hoping that those guys are paying attention. And I'm hoping he's putting his best foot forward. So, like I said, Jets Hard Knock Episode One podcast is a long day, guys, but I, I I'm I think this is a series that I'm going to cover from start to finish. So look forward to every morning after the series. I'm releasing the podcast on this, and I will be releasing other podcasts with my injury stuff throughout the week, at least once a week. Go check out the Jalen Ramsey podcast, talking about his knees. That is something I think people you know, really need to pay attention to because this is important for athletes managing their career the rest of their lives. And for anybody who hasn't watched Jets, Hard Knocks on HBO, check it out. Great storylines, really good first episode. On a scale of 0 to 10, I've been giving it about a cool 7. About a cool seven and hopefully you know that seven tends to grow or may go back you know regardless though like everybody you know what i'm saying thank you so much for always you know supporting the channel um supporting the podcast i'm going to probably share this on youtube today also it's going to be the introduction to the youtube world for us and that's the thing i think that's what we're going to create over there and last but not least i hope you all have a great day I hope everything goes well for you today. And believe it or not, man, we're super excited about all this, all this to come. And with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, I hope you have a blessed one. I'll catch you in the next one.